Alright folks, this is No Bones About Wrestling. Your host Asa is here with Kay Fabulous. Hey. And this is your AEW Revolution prediction and preview show. We're going to run down the card, give our picks, and later we will uh, see how we did after the show. So first up, we've got the four-way match for the World Tag Team Titles. The Guns put their belts on the line against the Acclaimed, the team of Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, and the team of Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy. So this one, I've got the Acclaimed winning. Uh, I think they've, you know, they're one of the most overacts in AEW. You know, a lot of folks feel like they never should have lost the belts as hot as they are, but now, you know, they're chasing. So maybe you could even say that they're hotter. I don't know. But, I mean, that was the thinking, I think, in, in making them drop the belts was to get them even hotter when they get them back. So has has that mission been accomplished yet? I don't know. And the guns have not held them for very long, and they haven't done many angles with the guns, aside from the guns walking around and just taunting everybody and showing off that they have the belts. You know, we're this young team that everyone says is undeserving, Look at our belts, na 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 na. You know, that's the extent of what they've done. So, do they have more in store, or, or are they going right back on the acclaimed? I think they're just going right back on the acclaimed. That's that's my gut feeling. Kay, what do you think in this one? I disagree with you. <laughs> um, I think the guns are going to retain. Um, I think that if they were going to put them on the acclaimed, they would not be doing a four way match where there's so many other factors that could interfere like I think that they want to keep them on the guns longer and so they made it more than just a rematch so that they can keep going with the acclaimed guns feud I think that when they're ready to end that that daddy ass is gonna have some sort of role in in the in the ending of that and there'll be some sort of either him going back to his sons or or something so I think I think the guns are gonna keep it and I hope the guns are going to keep it because we're going to see them soon and I want to see the tag belts. Yeah, they're coming to North Carolina, uh, AML around here, AML Wrestling. They're going to be here March 25th. And yeah, I hope they have the tag belts with them, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that would be neat to see. Uh, so you're going with the guns, all right. I'm going with the guns. I, I think a lot of people feel like they're dropping the belts here. That's such a short reign. It like, is very that's, short that's reign. That's a ridiculously short reign. Like, what was the purpose of... I mean, I could, I guess I could kind of see maybe they had the acclaim drop it to build the heat, but, like, they were already, like, flaming hot. Like, what... True. That, that yeah. would make no sense to me, but... And I even... I don't know why. I feel like Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen are more likely to win them than the buck... Uh, than the, the guns are to keep them. I just have a weird feeling about that Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen team. I think that all of the AEW haters out there would have a fucking field day if they put the tag belts on the first, second time tagging together team of Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy. I'll let them have a field day. They're the like you know. official clowns, according to some people, of AEW. Right. I mean, I love them both. I'm not dissing them. But that seems to be what a lot of people who are not fans of AEW uh, take take issue with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. That match, uh, a little unpredictable, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, up next, we have Chris Jericho against Ricky Starks. This one kind of strange in the build because Ricky Starks has already beaten Chris Jericho. He's already won up on him. But I guess it's just Ricky Starks' ego that he he feels he wants to beat Jericho again. He wants to prove to the world that it wasn't a fluke that he beat this many-time world champion. And so Jericho kept throwing obstacles in his path. You know, beat this uh, Jericho Appreciation Society member. Beat that one. Beat all these in a row. Do this, you know, all these hoops he had to jump through. And finally, he ended up getting tricked into it. This is a match where the Jericho Appreciation Society is banned from ringside, which just makes me think that Jericho has something up his sleeve mm -hmm. that doesn't involve the Jericho Appreciation Society. Someone's going to come out. Something's going to happen. Chris Jericho is winning this match. He's not going to get tricked into it and then lose it. He's going to, you know, he's going to he's going to win the match and then say that he's the one who tricked Ricky Starks and Ricky Starks fell for it. Fell for his big <laughs> plot, hook, line and sinker with whatever he has that's going to help him win the match. That's what I think we have coming here. That's that's my feeling. I, Chris Jericho I've been watching him for over 20 years, and I've been watching him in federations where he has, you know, a little say in the creative control, and I've read his book. I just feel like I know him a little, and I feel like this is where it's going. Uh, I feel like, like I said, I feel like he has a trick up his sleeves. And in the end, it is going to be he who tricked Ricky Starks into the match. So, I, Jericho winning. So, I had Starks winning, but after listening to your, your really good explanation, you're making me doubt myself. Um, I just feel like if Starks doesn't win, then what was the point of all of this? They're trying to build Starks up and and I think push him to a higher level in the company than he's been at, uh, up till now. And so having him lose to Jericho after all this buildup, unless they're going to continue the feud on with him and the JAS, uh, that was my thinking. But I feel like your explanation and reasoning is better than mine right now. I'm still going to stick to my original, my original one, but you're making me doubt myself. Well, if... You know, he could still be elevated if, if the food, if the feud continues, mm -hmm. then he will still have been elevated and he's still feuding with Chris Jericho. But you don't think it'll make him look worse like Jericho tricked him? Baby faces, baby faces get tricked all the time. Yeah. I think it might make him look bad a little, but it's cheating. And when it comes down to it, it'll be cheating in front of everyone so people aren't going to hold that against Ricky Starks because yeah. they saw him get cheated out of it. Plus, people seem to really like Ricky Starks. They do, yeah. yeah. So I, I think, I think Jericho's going to win in a way that just totally blindsides Ricky Starks. But like I said, is is so in front of people and so mm -hmm. so egregious, an an example of cheating that it lets Ricky Starks keep his heat, too. That's, that's what I a, feel. Is this a no-DQ match? Or I don't think so. This is just a regular match, just no JAS, right? Just no JAS, I believe, okay. yeah. I don't I think know there's no DQ. Jericho's wizardry was going to come into play at all. <laughs> no. Haven't seen a fireball in a while. Well, who knows? You never know yeah. with Jericho. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Uh, 
Up next, the TNT Championship match. We've got the champion, Samoa Joe, putting the belt on the line against the, uh, Wardlow. This one, I have Wardlow winning the TNT title back. I, he, he's just returned. He's just told us this you know, story about his father having cancer and not being able to grow hair, so he grew out his hair and beard. And when Samoa Joe cut Wardlow's hair and beard, he you know, somehow cut a connection to his father. You know, he told us his personal story, returned, and it, you know, if if he doesn't win this match, he's just gonna fall off a cliff. His heat's just gonna fall off a cliff if it just is Samoa Joe wins. I don't see you gotta keep building Wardlow. And I, I, I feel like that's what they wanna do is keep building Wardlow. And he's tough enough to lose to Wardlow doesn't put anything, you know, doesn't look bad for Samoa Joe at all. So I think just with the with the emotional uh, connection to his father and with the emotional connection they hope that that story made with the fans, I don't see him, you know, kicking Wardlow in the ass. I see him getting rewarded and winning the TNT title back. Okay, what do you think? So continuing the trend of us not agreeing on things, huh, um, I that? have Joe winning over Wardlow. We did not plan this, yeah, just so no. <laughs> you know. This is not a gimmick. Yeah. Um, I have Joe winning over Wardlow, but due to Hobbs' interference is what I am thinking. Um, right. So Powerhouse Hobbs just won the... The brass ring. What do they call with, it? Um, he grabbed the brass <laughs> yeah, ring, was, the face of the Revolution yeah, ladder match. So. Yeah. So he's getting the title shot Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So you think, in essence, he's going to interfere in the match and pick his opponent? Yes. So what do you think is going to happen? What? I haven't really thought that far through. I haven't thought that uh, yeah, far I just think I... But you think Joe is keeping it? I think Joe is keeping it. But so, I, I think they're doing it in a way so that these three can be sort of like feuding against each other. So it's not just like two people. Feud. I, 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 I guess... It's hard for me to... I just don't see Wardlow winning yet. Yes. Yeah. okay. Um, like, he's just back. I really like the belt on Joe. I want him to keep it. Um, I love Samoa Joe. Yeah, and he has and, the uh, Ring of Honor TV title, too. Mm-hmm. So if he keeps both belts, then he can be feuding, and, like, maybe Wardlow or Hobbs might show up on Ring of Honor sometime, too, now that they have their TV show that premiered tonight, you know? Right, yeah. Or not, is it called a TV show if it's on a subscription service? I okay, guess it's we'll still call is. it a TV we'll show. We'll call it a TV show, okay, we'll yeah. TV show. But so you've got Samoa Joe winning because of Powerhouse Hobbs shenanigans. Yeah, so either like a DQ because of interference, so he retains. Or he just like or, knocks Wardlow yeah. out so mm-hmm. Joe can pin him. Yeah, okay. or even just like the distraction factor of like, him just coming out or something to like throw Wardlow off his game. Cause I feel like they didn't do enough with that. Yes. There was that like one promo where Wardlow really talked about his hair. Maybe they showed it twice or showed like a, a brief they, follow up. They've talked up about it. it several times now. I feel like it hasn't been more than twice. Maybe I just am not remembering it, but I feel like there's, there's so much more they could do with that. And that, Wardlow winning would kind of end that that path 
Because then it would be just him and Hobbs, you know? Mm. But we'll see. Mm. Uh, up next, we have a match that is no holds barred. And it's Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And this feud seems like it has been going on for my entire life now. <laughs> Didn't this start before <laughs> the pandemic or something? <laughs> this feud has been going on for fucking ever. Uh, I think this is the blow-off match for it. I, I hope it is, so they can both move on to, to different things. This one, I have Jungle Boy Jack Perry winning. I think if he doesn't win and finally get... I mean, Christian's a former world champion. I think if if Jungle Boy doesn't win and finally get that, that big singles win for his career that can help propel him uh, into singles stardom, propel him maybe into the TNT title, or hell, maybe the world title picture. He needs that win, and and a big and it would be a big win over Christian. I mean, Christian's a big star. Isn't he in the Hall of Fame? I'm not sure if he is yet, but he is a former world champion nonetheless. Uh, so I think if Jungle Boy Jack Perry, I feel like if he doesn't win this match, I feel like his character is just smashed. I feel like just smashed and and over and just kills his baby face heat that he has. What do you think, Kay? So I, I agree with you on this one. I think Jungle Boy... This is the Boy, first one that we agree yeah, on. Yeah, I think Jungle Boy is going to win. I think the only chance that he could possibly lose and it not, like, wreck his, his projection upward uh, is if Luchasaurus is back all of a sudden and yeah. interferes. But I also don't think... Hobbs is going to interfere, and Luchasaurus is going to interfere, because uh, I feel like that's too much interference happening and like too too similar in one night. Um, mm-hmm. I also don't really know why Luchasaurus is gone, so I don't know if he's injured or whatnot. But um, I mean, he's already uh, Jungle Boy's already dug Christian's grave, so that would be a waste of effort and time. If he doesn't get to bury him. Um, All right. Jungle Boy made it out on Dynamite, on the go-home Dynamite. He made it out as though Christian Cage is actually going to die in this match. You know, when he started digging digging the grave, I got so excited thinking we were going to have a coffin match. Yeah. Um, But that that was not the direction they were going That would be cool. I love a coffin match. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's weird. There's a certain segment of people that you know you talk about a call anything spooky they're like oh it's terrible a coffin match a casket match unless it's the undertaker yeah and then they seem fine with it but bray wyatt can't be spooky and he can't project bugs and he can't you know glow in the dark and whatever whatever he's doing the projecting bugs was ridiculous anyway well we're gonna we're getting into wwe we're getting into bray wyatt we're (laughs) Uh, so yeah, so Jungle Boy dug a grave. That's what got us off on that tangent. Yes, yes. And yeah, like like you said, I I just feel like this feud has to end, and Jungle Boy has to go over. This feud has to end sometime. What better time than now? Uh, so yeah, we both picked Jungle Boy Jack Perry over Christian. Up next. The uh, women's title triple threat match. You've got the champion Jamie Hayter defending her belt against Soraya 
and Ruby Soho. Uh, this one, you've seen Ruby Soho for weeks be kind of thrown into this feud unwillingly, and uh, we've seen her, she's torn, she doesn't know uh, with whom to side, and keeps watching running attacks and running attacks after running attacks. <laughs> that's, that's what this feud has felt like uh, with Ruby Soho caught in the middle. And so I feel like the the spotlight in this three-way feud has been on Ruby Soho, and I feel like that's because she's going to win the belt here. I think Jamie Hayter drops the belt to Ruby Soho. Uh, it seems inevitable to me. Kay, what do you think on this one? Yeah, I agree. I have I have Ruby taking taking the belt. Um because if she doesn't, then what has been the point of all of this? Uh, I mean, I guess I don't really know how long Jamie Hayter's had it, uh, but I think I think it's it's time for Ruby to win the belt. I think she's been in the company long enough. She's talented enough. Plus, then maybe we could have some good Ruby Tony Storm matches, which I would be all about. Yeah, I would. I would like to see Tony Storm versus Ruby Soho. She would definitely be a, a good challenger for Ruby. I'd like to see Ruby Soho versus a bunch of people. Uh, I think she's not the best lady they have, but uh, she's good. And I think she's not she's not hit her peak yet. Uh, I feel like she has a, a little ways to go and can improve. And what better way uh, to improve than having the women's belt and defending it? So, we both picked Ruby Soho mm-hmm. in that one. Uh, up next, the World Trios Championship. This is probably the match I'm most looking forward to on the show. We've got the uh, the champions, the elite, the team of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks against the House of Black. Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, and Brody King. And this one... We just had, this past week, we had the House of Black show up. The second that the Elite's entrance started, uh, they show up and knock them out and steal their tag team belts. And then later on in the show, they come back and say some solemn words and pretty much just throw the throw the tag team belts, or excuse me, throw the trios belts on the ground, which uh, made, them, made them look... Uh, made it look like they didn't really they don't really want the titles is the way that made it look that they just want to hurt the elite so i feel like maybe that's what we're going to get here where the elite go over but after match the house of black just beats the hell out of them i feel like the the elite their reign has not lasted long enough you know, we got those awesome matches, that awesome series between the Elite and Death Triangle. We got that so far out of this reign, and I see no reason to take the belts off of them. You know, keep three of your best workers together, and let's keep having awesome trios matches for these belts. And then they they faced off against AR Fox and Top Flight. That was a pretty crazy match as well, an amazing match. So, yeah, I don't see any reason to take the belts off of these three uh you got a good thing going just keep it that way and like i said you can keep the belts on them 
but then have the House of Black. Uh, you know, Buddy Matthews, I see him taking the pin in this one. And then the House of Black uh, beating the hell out of them after the match and keeping their heat. And maybe this feud continuing. I would love to see that. Uh, Kay, what do you think about this one? Um, I also have the Elite winning uh, for many of the reasons that you just said. Um, I don't think they've had the belts long enough. Not that everyone has to have a long reign when they have the belts, but they're so good. But if there's a team that should have a long yeah, reign, it should, it be, should be Kenny Omega yeah. and the Young Bucks. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, and I also think they just haven't built this feud up enough. Like The House of Black really kind of just returned from being off TV for a while. And most of what they've done is either pre-recorded talking segments or the lights go black and they're standing near them. Like last right. last night was, or was that last night? No. Wednesday, Wednesday, night. Wednesday night was the, uh, the first night that they really attacked them. Um, if, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, and so I just, I just think there's more, they can do that this, this feud should continue going on. Yeah, it feels like we're at the beginning of this feud, yeah. not not at the end. Exactly. It feels like it's it's just starting. So I, I hope that's the case. Yeah, me too. It's gonna because be awesome. all six of these wrestlers are very talented, <laughs> yeah. hard-hitting styles, and it, it's going to be awesome. I I think this will be the match of the show on, on Sunday night. This is going to steal the show, I feel like. I think maybe, but that Iron Man match. Yeah, mm, well, we'll, might, get, might, we'll yeah. get to that in yeah. a couple minutes. That might, that might here. Take it. it may. I feel the same way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, up next, uh, almost main event. Uh, it's a Texas Death Match between John Moxley and Hangman Adam Page. Uh, so this feud has been going for a while here. You know, John Moxley legit knocked Hangman Page out last year, and he was out for quite a while with a concussion. And then uh, they did a concussion angle with John Moxley. They've kind of swapped wins. You know, it, no one has really gotten over uh, the other one in the feud. The feud, feud has kept going, thankfully, because they have put on some, some great matches so far. You know, talk about hard hitting, these two with each other. It's been pretty great. And so a Texas death match, if you don't know what it is, it uh this is usually the way the rules work are uh you get a you get a pinfall and then uh you know you have 10 seconds to uh get up or sometimes they'll do falls count anywhere and you have 10 seconds to return to the ring or 30 seconds to return to the ring or 60 seconds to return to the ring Texas death match can mean several different things so it'll be interesting what rules, you know, I've seen a Texas Deathmatch done in different ways, but it all all seems to be like, you know, the pinfall doesn't end it. You know, your opponent has to be out of it for the match to end. That's the point of it. So what the exact rules will be, we'll see Sunday. As far as who's winning this, uh, John Moxley. I feel like he's going over page here. Um... You know, John Moxley is right there at the top. AW business is down a little bit from last year. And I feel like Moxley is one of their uh, biggest faces. Although he's been the heel, it feels like, in this feud. Mm -hmm. 
but he's one of their biggest faces, and one of, regardless of babyface or heel, he's one of their biggest names, one of their best wrestlers. You could argue the best. Um, he's done the most for the company out of uh, people on the roster right now, I would say. Either he or Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, but of course, who was there when they got suspended? Kenny and the Young Bucks? John Moxley was there. So I feel he's not done getting rewarded for his service to the company, if you want to call it that way. And like I said, you don't want to, in tough times, you don't want to knock your top guys down a peg. You want to keep them strong. So it's not going to kill Hangman Page's character to lose a hard-fought match to Moxley. So I think John Moxley going over in the Texas Death Match is what we're going to see. Kay, what do you think? I have Adam Page winning, so um, I think it's, there's like a sixty percent chance yeah. of of Adam Adam Page winning. Um, I I think that since Moxley sort of started this whole thing by giving him a concussion, that just for the storyline, Hangman coming out on top would be a good way to sort of end it. Mm-hmm. And while I see what you're saying about Moxley. Being one of their top guys, I would argue that Adam Page is one of their top guys. I mean, no doubt, he no was doubt. he was world champ for a little bit, um, and so I think in order to keep him at the top, I feel and like not, he needs a win. Though. Yeah, I think he needs the win um, more than Moxley. Like Moxley's gonna always be Moxley, and mm. I mean, I think partially because he came over from WWE and was one of their top stars, like people hold him in such high regard. Um, but I think that for Adam Page to stay at the top, he needs to win. Hmm. You almost convinced me. You almost convinced <laughs> me. This one is the. This one is close. This one and the tag title match are the ones that I've gone back and forth on the most, where I'm just not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you almost convinced me there. We'll see. Uh, it's going to be a good match either way. Yeah. We will see who's right. And now we get to our main event. Really looking forward to this one. The, the whole wrestling world, I feel like, is looking forward to this one. We have a 60-minute Iron Man match with MJF defending the world title against arguably the best worker in the in the world right now, Brian Danielson. Uh, he's been on quite a roll, has Danielson. This feud, we've seen MJF talk to Danielson's son via the television cameras. We've heard about MJF getting a blowjob and and putting this poor young woman in, in the driver's seat so he didn't get in trouble after they got in a crash. What else did we hear? We've heard all sorts of crazy stories from MJF. Wasn't there something about him being engaged and the engagement right, breaking yeah, off Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was yeah. engaged and his heart got broken and... The only thing that he said, the only thing that's keeping him from taking a handful of pills and calling it a day is the world title. And Jesus, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's rough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I hope, I hope that's not true, you know? Uh, I hope so. Because he, he kind of likes to play with the truth. And wrestling, they say generally the best character is yourself times 10. So I hope that's not coming from something real in him. 
Uh, that's aside the point. His mental health is aside the point. I just, I don't want him to kill himself is what I'm saying. I don't think MJF is going to kill himself. <laughs> well, I, let's hope not. But, uh, but yeah, this has been built and Brian Danielson had to go through uh, the contenders, had to beat them one after another, and had that killer match against Roosh. That was the one that finally earned him the title shot against MJF was when he defeated Roosh in that classic match, hard-hitting match. And finally, these two are going to get their hands on each other because they've been really kept apart. And we've had a we had a, a brawl angle last week. And then this week, Danielson cut a passionate promo about fighting for what he believes in, fighting for what he wants. MJF literally did not speak, did not have a reply, just left. Uh, was speechless. Maybe he didn't know... The spirit of the man that he's facing. Who knows? But as far as my pick on this one, MJF, by hook or by crook, is winning this match. They have they just put the world title on him recently. I don't think his first reign... I mean, this guy is, what, 20... What did they say? 25? 26? It's his first world title reign. And if he continues on this path, He's going to be one of the legends of wrestling. He has started early. He's fantastic on the mic, fantastic in the ring. I mean, he's got it all. And he keeps getting better at both, it feels like. And so I don't think his first world title reign, I don't feel like they're going to cut the legs off of it this early. Uh, Danielson, he's a hell of a worker. It's going to be a hell of a match, I'm sure. Maybe the, the match of the night. Uh but I feel like MJF, some some chicanery is going to happen. We're going to see some cheating by MJF. I don't think he's going to win this cleanly. He's going to cheat in some way to get over Danielson because there's no way we're going to have the technical wizard, Brian Danielson, get defeated by this foul-mouthed egomaniac in the story. Not cleanly, anyway. He's got to cheat. He's got to cheat, I feel like. He keeps cheating to win big matches. I like that. I like that they've kept that up. I think we're going to see more cheating, and we're going to see an MJF win, and he's going to retain the belt. Uh, Kay, what do you think? I think that MJF is also, I think he's going to retain as well. Um, it just occurred to me that it could end in like a draw. I don't know that they would want to do that. It could end in a draw, and then it what you know what would we have Tony Khan come out and say, "That's one more fall," or would mm-hmm. they just let it end in a draw, like think, a soccer would, match? You know, I think Tony Khan would have to come out, or else that crowd would be really pissed Incensed. off. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, but I think I think MJF is going to retain. I don't. I agree that he's not going to win cleanly. Um, and I and I think he should. I think he should retain. Uh. One, they got that triple B belt for him, and it's right. to pay all that money for a new belt, and then uh, and then have to lose it so quickly. Is it? And I was trying to remember: is this the first time he's defending the belt? I think so. Okay, that's Isn't what I it? thought too. I, but I, I, I think I, but so. I thought maybe I, maybe I just wasn't remembering. That's a good question. I think it sure. is his first defense. Yeah, and so how, he's not going to lose it on his first defense. Um, although after that promo that Danielson cut. 
Yeah, they should, they should give him the belt. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. That was a great but, promo. But, I mean, especially, like, we all talk about how good MJF is on the mic, and he is. But Danielson, like, blew out, blew him out of the water. Like, that was better than anything MJF has done this whole time, I think. Let's he not get No, Let's I not think get. so. I really think, like... I mean, it was nice to see his passion come out, because usually Daniel Bryan is very... We see his passion a little, but he's he's usually reserved and calm and cool and collected, very zen, is yeah. the way he tries to present himself, is the way I think he is. Uh, but we definitely saw his passion and his fire come out on Dynamite, and it was it was nice to see. It made me, you know, made me a believer. That sold the shit out of the pay per view. Yeah. You want to sell an Iron Man match? Yeah, give Brian Danielson the mic, and he sold the shit out of it. I'm so ready for this match now. MJF, when he's doing his promos, which I enjoy, I'm not knocking MJF, he's one of my favorite wrestlers and definitely one of my favorites on the mic, but he's like at a level 10 always. And so for Brian, who's never at a level 10, to get to like a level 10 with intensity and volume and passion, that was, I just think, so much more impactful than someone who's constantly at that level so are you changing your pick no i'm still, I still okay, i'm just still with i'm arguing why why mjf should lose but he's going to win he's going to win yeah 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 so he's going to retain so we disagreed on several of these uh on the post show we will tally it up and see uh see who won and maybe we can have some kind of bet uh that we can make uh, we'll see what we can do. We'll think of something. We'll think of some kind of prize or bet or something uh, to for whoever does better. We have a chair full of, of wrestling belts sitting over there. We could always award, award belts to the oh, winner. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. Maybe the winner gets a wrestling belt. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I got, I got a chair full of WCW and ECW replica belts. Uh, over here that I just unearthed from storage. Uh, maybe we, maybe that would be that would be fitting. But uh, we're gonna do something, some kind of prize or something for whoever does the best with their picks, and I think we'll make that a tradition going forward too. Uh, so yeah, so it looks stacked card, looks like a terrific show. Uh, all these matches seem good even you know even the worst match is good they go from good to holy shit this is going to be amazing and uh it's going to be a stacked pay-per-view i'm looking forward to revolution very much on sunday uh so this is asa for no bones about wrestling uh signing off for k signing off for myself And we will see you for uh, SmackDown tomorrow night. We will be, uh, we won't be able to live tweet the show, but we will have uh, a review up on Friday night, late on Friday night. Uh, And if you didn't catch our review last week, uh, it was a pretty funny show. Dominic Mysterio was in three segments, so... If nothing else, it's worth going back and listening to how we talk about Dominic Mysterio. Uh, but yeah, so AEW Revolution on Sunday. Looking forward to it. We will be here with a post show, and that show will either be up late Sunday or on uh, sometime on Monday. And uh, have a nice day, y'all.
拜。